0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The low-T GOP, Hunter Biden, the corrupt DOJ. We're talking to moms for liberty today in an NBA player. We are all over the place, and I'm back on I'm Right. Joe Biden's a crook. You know that. That's the, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm back, as you can tell. And Joe Biden's a crook. And I was thinking about something this morning. As we look at all this Hunter Biden stuff, this Devin Archer, Devin Archer, just a heads up, was Hunter Biden's business partner, close friend, supposedly, if you could be friends with someone like that, business partner with Hunter Biden. Joe knew him. He testified behind closed doors today in the House. And because this is the big headline today, We're talking a lot about the corruption of the Biden family, which is wide-ranging. It's really, really bad. It's ugly. This is a family that's just as dirty as the Clinton family without any of the charm, apparently. And the more we find out, the uglier it is. This is a bad family. They've been using Joe Biden's positions of power to sell something for a very long time. I mean, we don't even know exactly what they're selling, but they're selling something, right? So Joe Biden's a crook, and we're thinking about this today because this is the headline. But is that the problem overall with the country? Okay, Democrats suck. Bunch of crooks selling out the country. Is that the problem in the country? Or, or are we the problem? Let let, let, let me, let me put it to you this way. Set politics aside for a minute. I have rabbits in my yard. They're not pet rabbits. They're these invasive rabbits. They show up and put holes in my yard, dig little holes in the bottom of the trees, tear up the wife's flowers. I have rabbits in the yard. Now let me ask you something. Whose fault is that? Is that the fault of the rabbits? Or is that my fault? For not taking care of the problem? You see, a rabbit it's just a dumb animal. Of course it's going to tear stuff up. That's all it knows how to do. If I haven't taken care of it, isn't it my fault? I think about this when it comes to the state of the country and people like Joe Biden. Okay, Joe Biden's a corrupt piece of trash communist. Him and his dirtball son should probably be locked in a cage forever. Yeah, we get that. But if you were to take Joe Biden out of the presidency and make him a greeter at Walmart, which is about always qualified to do anymore, he would still find a way to be a corrupt piece of trash when he did that, because that's it. That's who he is. He's a corrupt piece of trash. Is it his fault for being that? Or is it the right's fault for not stopping people like that? Shouldn't we have stopped people like that? And keep in mind where we are right now in such an ugly place as a nation and the right, our elected representatives in Washington, D.C., still don't seem interested in stopping it. Let's focus on this Hunter Biden stuff here for a minute. Do you know that last week Hunter Biden tried to do the whole plea deal thing? was going to get some cherry deal, and then the judge ends up putting it down. The judge ends up stopping it at the last minute. But why? What happened there? Well, the DOJ was working with, and by all appearances, straight up colluding with Hunter Biden to get Hunter Biden off on a deal. And the worst part is the part nobody's talking about. It's not just that they were trying to get Hunter Biden off with these crimes that they already know that they already know he committed, it's that they were trying to get some sort of blanket immunity in there. So, okay, well, this is just uh, all Hunter Biden's crimes we know he committed, and, and anything else you might find out about, we'll just put all that as part of the deal. That's why the judge sat down, looks at the deal, and just blew the whole thing up. Said, "Well, what is this? What, what is this?" Hunter Biden is guilty of everything. The Department of Justice tried to get him off from those crimes tried to make sure he could walk away scot-free sweetheart deal you understand that the department of justice is supposed to be a completely separate branch right you understand that if the president of the united states of america has a department of justice that works entirely on his behalf to excuse his friends and family members all the while punishing his political enemies that you already live in a banana republic, just a nice one. While the DOJ has been working hand in hand to get the Biden family out of jail, keep the Biden family out of jail, they've been arresting, arresting pro-lifers for being activists, putting school board moms on watch lists, dialing up 8,000 indictments on Donald Trump you already live in a banana republic but again back to what we were talking about with me and the rabbits and why they're still in the yard whose fault is it here's kevin mccarthy talking about impeachment
2: this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry which provides congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed I believe we will follow this all the way to the end, and this is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution tells us to do this, and we have to get the answers to these questions.
3: I have to follow it all the way to the end. Okay. Here's Nancy Mays talking about impeachment.
4: Well, I do believe we are at this point. An inquiry is different from an impeachment vote and is another tool in the toolbox. But I will tell you, every time we walk the plank, we are putting moderate members, members that won Biden won districts. We are putting those seats at risk for 2024. We are putting the majority at risk. And it's not just impeachment that does that. Other issues like abortion, et cetera, also put those members on the plank. 2024.
3: That next election. Whoa, whoa, let's not impeach. we well, got I always got to worry about that next election, right? Here's Rand Paul talking about impeachment.
4: It's not good for the Republic to keep impeaching presidents and indicting presidents. Yeah. All this stuff is destructive. The other side says, oh, they want to, they're for preserving democracy. They're pitting everyone against each other and they're destroying the fabric of our Republic. So I, I think we have to be careful not to fall into the same trap.
3: That'd be better than they are. Um, let's have a chat here. We're not cleaning up the rabbits. Our side is at fault. We are so full of low tea weenies on our side that they somehow think that we're going to return this country to some sort of norms that we're gonna stop destroying the republic if we don't do the things that they do. We're above that. We're better than them. We have standards, guys, or the patented GOP line. Stop me if you've heard this one before. That's not who we are. That's not who we are, guys. I know that's not who we are. That's why the communist hordes have taken over everything in the country. Because we are a bunch of pathetic, spineless, low tea weenies who think this is a friendly game of cribbage instead of a blood sport. But if they're playing a blood sport, we don't get to play cribbage. We have to play the same blood sport. You don't get to decide if you're in a war or not. The enemy decides if you're in a war or not. Oh, it's not good for the Republic. Yeah, you're right. It's awful for the Republic. That sucks. Oh, well, that's the way it has to be. Joe Biden should have been impeached by the low-T GOP on day one. They shouldn't even waited a week. Day one, impeach him. Jesse, why? They had to gather the evidence. You don't impeach Joe Biden because he's a criminal, although he is. You don't impeach Joe Biden for any other reason than letting the communists know, if you do it to our guy, which they will, they've already done it and they'll do it again, we will do it to your guy over and over and over again. Joe Biden should be on his fourth impeachment by now, his fourth impeachment, just to let the other side know, you do it to us, we'll do it worse to you. Now, if you'd like that to stop, then you, we can lay down our swords and we can stop this endless impeachment stuff. But if you're doing it, I'm doing it. Communists only understand fear and pain. They do not understand returning to norms. What's good for the republic? They don't know. They don't even know what these words mean. It's like you're talking to one of my rabbits and you're explaining algebra to it. That's how. That's how. That's how the lack of connection these people have to what those words even mean. I cannot take this naivete anymore. Put it on Joe Biden's mind. Put it on the Democrats' mind. Joe Biden's already talking about impeachment.
5: Republicans may have to find something else to criticize me for. Now that inflation is coming down. Maybe they'll decide to impeach me because it's coming down. I don't know. I love that one. Oh, Anyway, it's another story.
3: It's on his mind, isn't it? Amazing what happens when you actually attempt to do something. Gosh, it's been a friggin' year. Still nothing. Pathetic. All right, let's talk to Julie Kelly about Trump. What Trump's going through with the latest indictment stuff. Because apparently we're about to ring up number four. You're not stuck in your timeshare, though. You are not. Because Lone Star Transfer exists. The family business the small business that's going to get you out. They've helped over 18,000 timeshare owners legally and permanently get out of their timeshares. You are not stuck. You are one phone call away. They're successful 99% of the time. They put it in writing and give you a time frame. They're going to get you out. Eight four four three one zero two six four six. 310 2646 That's the call you got to make. The call itself is free. All right, call them. Find out what they can do for you. We'll be back.
2: president biden has restored the integrity of the department of justice and i think you see
3: that in this case where he kept on and merrick garland kept on a trump appointed u.s attorney to investigate the president's son if there is not an indication of the independence of the department of justice beyond that i i don't know what what we could look for oh daniel goldman Joining me now, my friend Julie Kelly, the great Julie Kelly need to check out her sub stack, by the way, called Declassified. I know you love when she comes on. We all do, Julie. Okay, Devin Archer, January sixth, Trump indictments. There's so there's such an overwhelming amount to get to. The president's going to be indicted ninety five times. Julie, what's the updates on all these things?
6: Right, so the breaking news with Devin Archer, uh, what came out of his testimony today, and then Trump posted on social media a few uh, earlier today that he expects he will be indicted any day now by Special Prosecutor Jack Smith related to his alleged involvement in the events of January 6th. Of course, we know this is coming. DOJ has been investigating this for uh, a year and a half and then was taken over by Jack Smith in November of 2022. The article I posted last night, Jesse, relates to the very strong possibility that Special Prosecutor Jack Smith could seek to deny Trump's release after he is indicted for January 6th. And I explain why. There's a very key court ruling that came down in February of 2021 by the Chief Judge at the time. And of course, there is precedent to deny the release of January 6th defendants charged even with nonviolent crimes such as obstruction of an official proceeding or conspiracy. And uh, look at that mug. You have any doubt that that uh, that monster working on behalf of uh, Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco will try to keep Trump behind bars awaiting trial? Uh, You can, uh, I think it's a very strong likelihood.
3: Julie, obviously we're just speculating here doing an opinion thing on this question, but Doesn't that seem too far even for them? And, 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 you know, I I agree. I think they're going to throw the man in prison. I think that's how this thing ends. But you jail him and don't let him out during the election. Wouldn't they even be aware that that makes it look so bad you can't get away with it?
6: I wish that I could give them some benefit of the doubt that they have a little shred of humanity or conscience or even awareness of the the danger that that poses to the entire country the further dissent that we slide into a banana Republic, but after watching this DOJ and their line prosecutors, and more importantly, Jesse, every single judge on this DC district court, I put nothing past them because there's no accountability. Um, you know, we've seen people in jail for over two years, not accused of any violent crime. And these judges continue to keep them behind bars. And look, the the democrats the media and the biden regime have created this bloodlust among the democratic party base they want Donald Trump behind bars. It's very unlikely either one of these trials, classified documents or January 6th will happen before the election. Uh, and the slim possibility that Donald Trump does win, that will all end. So they, this is the only way they could get him behind bars. Jack Smith also, aside from the precedent and this key court ruling I talk about, could use the classified documents case as evidence that Donald Trump poses a threat to national security, to his community, et cetera. Uh, and that these dual investigations are reason enough to, uh, to deny his bail.
3: Julie, I know you've done this before and you've given, a, given us the skinny on Jack Smith, but who is this guy besides somebody who looks like an older, uglier version of me?
6: <laughs> oh my God! You don't resemble each other at all. But um, look, this is sort. This is pretty timely, Jesse, because guess who was head of the Public Integrity Section, the Department of Justice Public Integrity Section, the into, almost the entire Obama administration from 2010 until February of 2015? None other than Jack Smith. All of the Biden family corruption happened right under that man's nose. It's basically the section of the Department of Justice that deals with public corruption. Government officials and their associates, by the way, which Hunter Biden would be, um, at the federal, state, and local level. So instead of going after the Bidens, as of course everyone in Washington, D.C. knew what Hunter Biden and James Biden, Joe Biden's brother, and of course the vice president himself were doing, Uh, Hunter Biden traveling at least 70 times on Air Force Two overseas. Jack Smith didn't care. He he thought he didn't think it was strange that Hunter Biden was going to China five times uh, on Air Force Two. All this happened under Jack Smith's nose. And I would love for someone to ask him why he turned a blind eye. You know, we're told he's the greatest, you know, federal prosecutor in the world since Robert Mueller. How did he miss all of this that was happening right before his eyes, especially the hiring of, uh, of uh, Hunter Biden by Burisma, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer uh, by Burisma in April of 2014. I guess he was too worried chasing down uh, Bob McDonald and his wife, of course, the case that was overturned by the Supreme Court. So that's who this guy is, a longtime DOJ creature and uh, apparatchik for the Democratic Party and the Obama-Biden administration.
3: Julie, if I'm Team Trump, which indictment do I need to be most concerned about? New York, the documents case in Florida, the D.C. one that's coming, or the Georgia one that's coming? Is it coming, Julie?
6: It is coming, and that's the Fulton County D.A., Fannie Willis, who's going to charge Donald Trump, ironically, with uh, election fraud crimes, okay— The one that poses by far the greater legal jeopardy is the January 6th indictment. And Jesse, keep in mind, when this first indictment is announced this week, that's only the first shot. We saw just last week how Jack Smith uh, filed a superseding indictment in the classified documents case. Jack Smith will do this, my guess is, at least three or four times in the January 6th case. What that does is it brings new charges and new co-defendants. And those co-defendants could be John Eastman, could be uh, a a former acting Deputy uh, Assistant Attorney General Jeffrey Clark, it could be Rudy Giuliani, it could be Sidney Powell, Uh, it could be members of the House, it could be White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. This is gonna be the death by a thousand cuts that Jack Smith, working at the behest of Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco uh, will continue this assault, not just against Donald Trump, but as they like to say, Jesse, assault on our democracy. And that's exactly what Uh. these twisted people are planning to do.
3: Superseding indictments. So again, Julie, uh, just dealing with me, you know, you have to dumb this stuff down. That means this opening indictment isn't even the end of it. He's just going to keep piling on more charges and more charges and more charges as they go. Do I have that right?
6: You absolutely do. I mean, you have the case of, say, the Proud Boys. I think that there were five superseding indictments in that case. Uh, so the the initial charges we will see this week will only be the start, not the end. And I'm guessing by the time Donald Trump's done, he'll have probably 15 criminal counts uh, pending against him for January 6th, just in Washington, D.C., not Georgia or now possibly Arizona as well.
3: Julie? You're the best. Her sub stack is called Declassified. Go get all the, all the juicy nuggets there. Thanks, Julie.
6: Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for having me on.
3: All right. Let's go local. Always got to go local, right? Moms for Liberty, Scarlett Johnson, joins us next. This is going to be illuminating and informative for people who want to get involved. You want to get involved? Let's deal with that in a moment. Before we do that, let's deal with your dog. We want our dogs, big meatheads, We want them to live forever, don't we? Woke up this morning first thing. The wife was already up. In comes the stupid dog to jump on top of me and bury his face in. He's an idiot. But I do hope he lives for a long time. And that's why I give him rough greens, because I want Fred around a long time. Your dog doesn't get any nutrition from his dog food. They just don't. That's why it's brown. It's dead. There's nothing in it. They kill everything in it. Rough greens is green all-natural nutritional supplement created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You pour it on your dog's food. Watch your dog get vitamins, minerals, omega oils, probiotics, everything for the first time. Go to the vet even less. Have a healthier dog. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse because that gets you a free Jumpstart trial bank. All right? Or you can call them
4: 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back.
1: the largest of these new groups which you may have heard of is moms for liberty and its name does sound innocuous enough moms great sounds good liberty awesome who doesn't like liberty moms for liberty as the mom of two young kids that even sounds good to me but it's vague enough that even some of its own members are pretty unclear as to what the group is really all about what what they're a part of because as benign as moms for liberty may sound its agenda is unmistakably extreme
3: Mm. this group sounds scary. So we tracked down one of these terrorists. We're going to talk to her now. Joining me now, very scary Scarlett Johnson. She's the chapter chair, Moms for Liberty of Wisconsin. Scarlett, what kind of terrorist training camps are you running over there at Moms for Liberty?
4: Oh, yeah, well, we teach parents and grandparents, we teach them how to file open records requests, how to run for school board. And if they're successful, even if they're in the minority, how they can still be effective as a minority. We have state legislative committees where we try to work with our state representatives to advance legislation that is favorable towards parental rights and transparency in education, because we feel that parents should have a say in their kids' education. Which I know it's really radical that parents should be allowed to know what's happening in their kids' classroom, and that they should be able to see the contents of the curriculum. And you know, if if a teacher decides that they are going to um, compel a classroom to listen to their story of how they're going to transition from one gender to another, uh, why the parents can't even get the statement that that teacher made to elementary school kids such that they have to be sued for that information. Yeah, I don't think we're radical. I think that's called sanity.
3: Can you expand expand a little bit on this freedom of information request thing? Because a lot of people, especially people on the right, normal people, they're not political professionals the way Democrats are, the way these left-wing activists are. So they don't this is brand new territory for them. Expand on why that's even necessary.
4: It's necessary because oftentimes you will find out something from your child. You'll see a book that's brought home or you'll attend a school board meeting and you'll hear some terminology, you'll go through a school board policy Or in the case, uh, in what I was talking about with Eau Claire, Wisconsin, your kid will come home from school and say that their orchestra teacher is now going to change their gender. And a parent will rightfully want to know what happened, what happened in the classroom, what was said. Kids are compelled. They're compelled to be in the classroom. They are a captive audience. And it's just not fair. It's not fair for teachers or educators or administrators to use that position to indoctrinate them when they don't have the capacity to resist. Parents, that we need to be the voice of our children. You know, it is not, we, we always say that there should be no woke indoctrination in classrooms. Classrooms are a place for learning, not a place for activist training. Can you,
3: you explain need- why people Sorry. No, can, uh, can you explain why people need to run for school boards, Scarlett? I love that you're passionate about this, it's something I scream about all the time on this show. We focus on the big sexy things like presidency, right and the lights and the news. When local, these are the battles we can win, the battles we are winning, and they're the most important battles.
4: During COVID, my sense of the world broke in a way that it will never recover. And that's a good thing because I learned to distinguish leaders from cowards. I didn't even know who my school board members were three years ago. I was just a regular mom, volunteered in the lunchroom, volunteered you know, on the playground. And I wasn't really paying attention. After COVID, I realized how important these local positions are, particularly school board, because when they shut down my kid's school, when they were forcing masks, when they were acting like petty, petty dictators, I realized that this, this was a really important position and we need to run and we need to have candidates and that we need to win these positions. And we are. You know, Moms for Liberty has 130,000 members. We, over 45 states, there's over 300 chapters. And these positions, school board, you know, this is so important. Our kids' education is so vital. And these these are races that we can win if we're willing to stand up and we're willing to fight for our kids and we're willing to do the right thing.
3: Scarlett, Wisconsin's an interesting state. I personally have had many, many good times in Wisconsin, but it's always purple. And there are parts of it, like Madison, that seem like they're San Francisco. And then you meet normal people from Wisconsin and you think this has got to be the reddest state in the Union. What kind of a state is it now?
4: Wisconsin is, it is a very unique state. It is divided you can see ideologically like a lot of times 50-50. However, when it comes to issues like what's happening with uh, in Madison where um, they just passed, they just passed this county, in the county they passed something where um, the they made the Dane County a trans sanctuary. In Madison, that is a very different area than most of Wisconsin. It is a basically kind of its own little socialist like area. And unfortunately what had just happened was that they, the county had passed a resolution to become a sanctuary uh, county for uh, trans identifying kids so that they could obtain surgeries and hormone blockers. And they could, they could obtain those kinds of medicine and they could do so without parental consent. And now, one day after they had done that, um, there was on a Saturday, on a very busy Saturday, there was a nudist bike ride throughout Madison and a 10 year old girl was riding completely nude with 150 adults. Oh. And, yeah, that happened. And there the police did nothing about it. Facebook wouldn't remove the images. Um, they said that this was just liberating. This was just good fun. This is what happens when you let these things go too far. Um, And this is not in keeping with the values of most Wisconsinites. For example, 71% of Wisconsinites do not believe that biological boys should be allowed to play on sports teams with biological girls. They believe that sports teams should be divided by their biological sex. And... In keeping with that, there has been legislation recently introduced. It's called the saving women's sports um, legislation. And that is something that is going to be progressing through um, throughout in the fall. And it's something that Moms for Liberty is going to be 100% behind. And you know what? The majority of Wisconsinites and the majority of Americans agree. The left has just gone too far.
3: Oh, they have. Scarlett, go get him. Keep, keep up the fight. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Culture war stuff. NBA player joins us next. Before we get to him, let's get to a war that you're in right now. It's you versus allergy season. And you're probably losing. Normally, people lose that war. And you know why we lose that war? Because we focus on medicines. Ah, which which pill should I take? I'll just go down to the pharmacy and get some allergy medication, instead of focusing on just cleaning the air. Now, there's nothing you can do about the air outside, but the air in your home, the air in your workplace. You know you can clean that air, right? Even pure thunderstorm. It doesn't cover up smells in the air. It kills viruses and mold in your air, cleaning your air constantly. I'm allergy-free for the first time in my life. These things are miracles. I own like nine of them by now. <laughs> go get a three-pack. They have free packs for sale, $200 off, but you have to go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE, all right? EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Always will admire that. I always admire the people who stand strong when the going's tough. Everybody's Mister Pro Freedom today. I love America, woohoo! When it was hard to do it, Jonathan Isaac did it, and he was a lone voice out there for a while. Joining me now of the Orlando Magic, Jonathan Isaac, also founder of the United Sports Apparel, which I thank God for, because you can't buy friggin' Nike anymore. Jonathan, looking back on that, how do you feel when you look back on it? Are you proud? Are you what? What goes through your mind when you look back on standing strong when so many didn't?
5: Uh, Just thank you for having me. Um, I, I think a few things. I think one, I'm, I'm definitely, I wouldn't even say necessarily proud of of me. You know, I, it, it was a tough thing to do. I know that it took courage and boldness. I know that, but I'm I'm glad that. I'm glad that I went with the hard thing knowing that it was the hard thing. Um there were a, t- a, a bunch of things that you know were in my way to stop me from doing it. I hadn't signed my contract yet. I knew the the backlash that I was gonna get from my peers, from the league, from fans and all, and everything like that, the country for that matter, because of what was going on. Um, but at the same time, I knew what I was doing was right for me and that I had the, the true message that could bring real unity and real change, which is for me, the gospel. And so I, I'm glad that I went with the hard thing um, and didn't do what was easy. Um, my pastor was preaching yesterday and the verse that he talked about was, when Jesus said he who lose he who tries to save his life will lose it and he who loses his life for my sake will find it and i felt i thought back to that moment and thought to myself that was my moment of losing my life for his sake and so um th- that's one of the things that i that i think about i think about the craziness of the time that you know just how volatile that moment was and it really has died down um in today's day um, with everything that has come out but it, re- it really was just a crazy time
3: what was the locker room like uh, for you? And I ask that because locker rooms are just such close places. Everyone's been, well, I shouldn't say that these days, but most people have been in sports locker rooms, obviously not at the NBA level, and they, you get close with your teammates. It's a great place for making friends. You, you go through hard things together. No one likes running suicides, right? What were they like, your teammates, when you were doing something they weren't doing? Yeah, it
5: was it was controversial. You know, we had, we had a team-only meeting afterwards um, because of what I had decided to do. And I, I understood that there were, there were guys on our team that were very passionate about the Black Lives Matter movement and organization. They had gone to protests, they were all in, especially from a, an emotional perspective. So seeing me do what I did, it triggered that emotional response of, you know, you're hijacking the movement, you're making this about you. Um, Did you not see what happened to George Floyd? All of those things. And what I tried my best to do was, you know, bring that level headed approach and say, listen, guys, I respected you on your decision to kneel. I respect. I didn't say anything. I asked for that same respect in return. It's not that I don't see the problem. I just have a different solution. And you guys are free to give your solution, which is kneeling for the national anthem and wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt. I don't think that goes hand in hand with the support of Black Lives. I don't think those two things are synonymous. Um, but I do know for myself what has changed my life, what has changed millions of other people's lives, and that's the message that I want to offer. And it was hostile. It was, you know, hectic. But we were able to leave the room, um, you know, with a res- with a respectful basis. The vaccine. That was something that
3: uh, it, it swept through the sports world, which was. Honestly, very, very sad, not just at a professional level, at a youth sports level. I talked to so many parents who they felt forced to give it to their children, or they couldn't play travel baseball, or they couldn't go out to the football team. You famously stood against that as well. Why?
5: Well, I I, I just didn't agree. I, I didn't agree. Well, I didn't agree on two fronts. I didn't agree from a scientific perspective. I had taken some time and spoken to different doctors um, one of them, famously, Aaron K. Hardy, He worked for UCLA and was fired because of his position on the vaccine. And uh, um, I had spoken to him on several occasions, asking him about natural immunity, asking him about you know vaccines and especially of the COVID nature. And he walked me through it. And so I had a fundamental scientific understanding from it. And people hate that when you say you know you did your own research and whatnot, but I did. I had my own fundamental understanding. And then there was the social. Um, just honestly discussed on my part of just how everything was being handled. Um, the, the, the vaccine was weaponized and people were free to bully and criticize anybody who had any questions, questions about natural immunity, questions about, you know, why um, are we talking about any side effects or anything that people are going through already from the vaccine? Why is none of that mentioned? And so on those both fronts, I said, you know what? I trust God. Um, I'm going to be okay. I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, there was a 99.9 something seven, you know, uh, recovery rate for COVID. And um, if you didn't have any comorbidities, you were at a much better place of recovering from it. And so for me, I said, you know what? This isn't for me. And, um, you know, I caught my ridicule, I caught my backlash, but I thought that it should have been everyone's individual choice on whether you wanted to take it or not, especially when you start talking about kids um, in the country.
3: Jonathan, what do we make of all these? cardiac incidents i guess i'll put it that way across sports we all know that men have heart attacks that's not exactly new but you'd be blind if you didn't see it's happening a lot more in the past couple years it simply is now you don't know every time some guy falls down whether it was vaccine caused or not i don't pretend to know but i know that it's gone up and it's it's gone up obviously it's
5: criminal what we did to these people I would say that I would I would say it's scary um for just what's going on uh I wow. had you know I was at Florida State and a teammate of mine um again not not saying that this is covid related or anything like that or vaccine related um he had a heart issue and 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 passed away um from it and it was a tough oh. thing for our team. I was already gone um in the NBA but it was a tough thing for the team and the in the con- you know, entire Florida State organization and so just it's, it's, it's tough, you know, it's a tough conversation to have when you start talking about what are some of the things that could be causing this, um, where does the blame lie, if any, um, but just for the close-minded uh, position of many of the COVID vaccine um, people and the way that it was pushed, there was no room for conversation. There was no room for questions. And now is some of this stuff related to it and the fallout, you know, now we don't have answers. We don't have anything um, because of it. And so I just think it's terrible um, you know, pray to God that it doesn't continue to happen and, and we get to the bottom of um, how to curb it and how to go about fixing this. Tell people about
3: Unitas Apparel. I just, I love that the, there's an alternate economy opening up to where I, I don't have to support businesses that do not share my values. We talk about it all the time on the show. And I know I know there are a lot of people anxious for some sports apparel companies that are sane.
5: Well, honestly, that's exactly it. Very simply, United is about the fact that values do matter um, I was we just launched our company this past weekend, and one of the things I said to the people there was that if you see somebody on the street that looks appealing, right? There's nothing wrong with that, you go and talk to them. But once you start to learn about what this person believes and what they stand for, then you get a true gauge on who this person is. You know, whether they want children, whether they don't want children, whether they want to raise kids this way or that way, it tells you about the person the, the things that this person values, and you get to decide if you want to jump on board with them or not. Well, when we give our money to these companies that don't stand for the values that we stand for, we are co-signing their message and we're giving them the ability to freely undermine the fabric of our society and suppress truth and just push certain things that we don't agree with. And so I think that for me personally, being in the sports world, being in the leisure wear space, I wanted to put action to my values and give people the freedom to buy with their values and show them that it can be done alternatives can be done in a high quality well done way and my hope is that people get behind it and want to see it be successful so we can continue to create we can continue to, to to hit every sports realm of baseball basketball football everything across the line youth and adults you know old and young i want this to be a full-fledged Sports and leisure wear apparel company where people can go from some of these other companies and completely pivot over to Unitas because we do stand for faith, family, and freedom. I think those values are valid and they're needed and they deserve to be celebrated, and we're going to celebrate them. Yeah, that's
3: the only thing that can save this country, Jonathan. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for having me. You're good, man. All right, we have a light in the mood, it involves. Women driving. Look, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm also going to say this. You on your male vitality stack from chalk yet, fellas? You see, we have a society full of sheep and weak men now. You don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. If your testosterone levels drop, you're going to be that. It's that. Look, it's hormonal. And we're drinking estrogens. They're in the waters. We shower in them. You need to fight back naturally with a male vitality stack. Natural herbal supplements. Ladies, your hormones need balance too. Female vitality stack. Again, natural herbal supplements. I've been on a male vitality stack from Chalk for, gosh, probably over a year. You just cannot imagine the difference. Just the way your mind works, you need it, fellas. Chalk.com. Thirty five percent off subscriptions so get a subscription for the lifetime of the subscription
4: chalk.com promo code Jesse all right we'll be back
3: all right it is time to lighten the mood and to lighten the mood i want to give a special shout out and thank you to my friend rita panahi who made sure i was well aware of this wonderful video of women I'll see you tomorrow.
2: Sick of being
1: upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy
2: without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May tenth. See home club for details.
1: The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.
0: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets